Super Talk Mississippi media production. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the story straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way, their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. Ain't no worries, it's how life goes, baby. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Welcome to the Mississippi Minute. I'm Steve Azar reminding myself as I stare in the mirror and all you guys. We're going to get back to the land of living. It's going to happen. Just follow all guidelines along the way. Uh, you know, and right now you can go to visit Mississippi.org. You don't have to go to parts unknown Alaska or to Italy or to Germany. You can stay right here in the state of Mississippi and get all the culture and history you need for a long time. So check it out. Go to visit Mississippi.org. Well, my man is on with me today, part two, and there's a good reason. Just to recap, he's absolutely unequivocally one of the most decorated and celebrated radio personalities in all of America. He spent many years on top as Chicago's number one radio show. Characters he portrayed, such as Jim Shorts, was cutting edge, where he or they entertained millions of listeners weekly. Sold out every appearance throughout the Midwest and performed in front of 65,000-plus fans at Grand Park just to see him. That's how he rolled. He was recently named to the all-time list of top 25 radio personalities in America. In part one of Mississippi Minute, I was not able to dig into his life as much as I wanted to, and especially after reading his book. I just wanted to get him back on today to the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio and really dig further into this incredible book called Broken Mary by my man, author, incredible radio personality, and a wonderful soul, Kevin Matthews. Hey, Kevo. Thank you, Steve. Well, that was a little bit, you know, that's never going to be as good as your introduction for your people, but it's as good as I can No, do. but Steve, yeah, the last time I talked to you, you were reading my book and you were in Colorado, and I pictured you just, you know, by a stream, which you were, all by yourself, and I, it, I, I knew someday you'd read the book. I couldn't put it down. I mean, I was asking people to get me coffee or, or whatever. I can't move. I was stuck by the fire pit. It was 48 degrees. The stream was to my right. And so I guess what I want to do is you and I are cut from a lot of the same cloth. We've been raised similar in the fact of our uh, denomination, right? Uh, especially, yeah. I say similar now more than ever because, you know, you're you're growing up and your childhood was, was very interesting, uh, to say the least. So let's start there. You had this little alien friend that was, you called him your alien yeah. friend, your imaginary character that was sort of kept you safe. And so let's start at your childhood, what it was like, what you were running from, if you don't mind. And also, you know, just just no. your journey to school alone. Yeah, it's, you know, I honestly, my co-author, if not the author of this book, literally, seriously, is God. And the book was written because of, 
it wasn't my choice. And it, I, I, when I decided to write this book, I was asked to write this book, and I did. I, I had to start from the beginning, and the beginning was the earliest years I could remember on the planet. And um, I did. I used to, uh, I, I, I had make-believe friends. Now, I'm not, you know, schizophrenic, but I did. I, I had make-believe friends. My mom would often say, you know, who are you talking to? And I'd, you know, I'd say spacemen. I'd be looking up. And, um, you know, what was happening is I look back at it as an adult, and the environment that I, I grew up in was a war zone. Uh, it was a war zone in the house, and it, w- it was a war zone outside the house. I grew up outside Detroit in Pontiac, Michigan. And when I was a small kid, um, I it, I was in the middle of what I now know as rioting, race wars. I didn't know who these people were getting killed on television as I was watching live, but it was John Kennedy and it was Jack Ruby shooting um you know, Oswald, I'm, I'm, I'm a little kid, you know, I'm four or five years old, and I, I had to make up. So I needed friends because, uh, you know, I, I was afraid, I was scared. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, when, I, when I wrote the book, when we're just about ready to go to print, um, I, was, I was told that I've got to read the book because I've got to proofread it, and others were proofreading it. And I opened up the book, and I started to read the first pages you did. And as I'm walking to school, it is so depicted so well, I just had to close the book. It just it took me back to a place I didn't want to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I was the longest before I wrote, opened that book again. So, I mean, it, it, the book is written really, really, really well. Oh, yeah. And yeah. the person that helped me... W- w- produced the book, um, Sister Lucia is a nun, a Franciscan nun, and just meeting her and working with her is a miracle in itself. Well, yeah, in the book you talk um, about that. Now, just so so uh, touch on that a little bit, because it, was, it wasn't I, yeah. ironic, it was meant to be, it was, you know, fate. Yeah. The reason I wrote this book is in 2011, I had lost my job in radio, kicked out of radio. I mean, I felt like Ray Liotta and Goodfellas at the end, you know, where he can't get red sauce and they put him in, you know, a witness yeah. protection program in Kansas. I'm Thanks out of, like I'm out of radio. Yeah, I, it was, yeah. yeah I, I mean, I, this is it. I'm out of radio. I was diagnosed with uh, uh, multiple sclerosis. Right. Um, and, I mean, I'm, I'm, I hit rock bottom. I'm done. And I, one Saturday, I was driving, and I just heard a voice that said, get your wife some flowers. And I look up, and there's a flower shop. And Steve, and to everybody listening, there is no such thing as a coincidence. None. I look up, and I go into the flower shop, and I'm getting out of my... Uh, it just snowed. It was in November of 2011. I get out of my truck. I'm walking towards the door. And I can't help but look at a dumpster. And over at this dumpster, I look, and I could tell... It was probably 15 yards from me, but I could tell that there was a statue of the Virgin Mary on the ground. And I walked over, and I looked at her, and she's broken at the waist. She's in two pieces. Her hands are missing. She's looking straight up at me. She's covered in garbage. And literally, I was taken back. That's Mother of Christ. And Steve... I heard this voice that said, are you going to deny me and my mother? Will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? Mm. And I looked, and there's no way I'm leaving her here. Uh, you know, I'm a, I was born Catholic, but I'm, you know, I'm not 
yeah, I'm, I'm not. I, I was like a. I go to church on Christmas, you know. Whatever. Right, I get it. Right, of course. I walk, right, I get yeah, it. yeah. And I walk into the uh, flower shop, and you know, I'm there by myself. And this clerk says, "Can I help you?" And I said, "I really want to buy the statue of the Virgin Mary that's out by the dumpster." She goes, "No, it's not for sale." <laughs> and that's when I heard this voice again, very distinctly say, will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? And I just said a quick prayer. And Steve, I'm not religious. I just said, God help me. Yeah. Just saying that, God help me. And I I just blurted out, hey, you know, I'll give money to, I think some nuns live around here. <laughs> right. I'll give nun, uh, money to, and if you give me, and she looks at me and she goes, I know your voice. You're that guy on the radio. You just got fired. <laughs> and we struck up this conversation. Wow. She let me take it. I'm going to give money to the nuns that I don't even know. You know, I, I don't know how that, where that came from, I wonder. And then I took her home and I brought her back home. I called a friend of mine who happens to be a priest. He told me where I could get her fixed in the spring. So in the spring I did. I took her over two parts. He looks at her and he goes, oh, yeah, I can put her back together. I can paint her. I can put new hands on her. She won't even look broken. Yeah. And that's, Steve, when I first time I ever, I really, losing my job, MS, nothing. I, it, I broke down. I literally I start crying in front of this guy. And I go, no, I want to keep her broken because she reminds me so much of me. Yes. Just put her halves together. Put her halves together. And, yeah. and I took her home. And I had a priest come over. He blessed her. I called her Broken Mary. Mm-hmm. And the minute I did that, that's when the miracles happened. And that Broken Mary... The book, BrokenMary.com, a rosary app has been downloaded I have it. hundreds and hundreds, uh, hundreds of thousands of times all over the world. Right. And Mary is, I, 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 you know, what's, what's amazing is when Christ was crucified, Steve, just before he died, he's looking down, he sees Mary, he sees John the disciple, and he says, Behold your mother. Right, yeah. And... When I'm at that flower shop, will you deny me? Will you deny my mother? And I pick her up and I get her blessed. It's as though Jesus said, Kevin, I'm going to leave you with my mom and she's going to clean you up. And so it's been nine years. This statue has traveled all over. It's it. Yes, it's a concrete statue. But where that statue is, is the presence of Mary. Right. And and, and we're going to take uh, uh, don't forget that we got to take a break. Yeah. But I do want to wrap it up on this segment. It was the Franciscan nuns, right, that you went to, that this is sister who urged yeah. you to write this book. Yeah. The, the money that you decided that you needed to just give some money, that what came into your head at that flower shop, just to get yeah, broke yeah. Mary. And that's the, the part that, yeah. you mean, obviously, you can tell I read the book, can't you? See that? I know. Yeah, I know well, you can. But Steve, <laughs> when I sat down with that Franciscan nun, when we come back after the break, yeah. I got to tell you what she said to me, because yeah. it's shocking. I love it. Well, I can't wait. All right. I'm Steve Azar. You're in a Mississippi Minute with my man, Kevin Matthews, one of the greatest radio personalities that ever lived and shall live in the, because they don't make them like they used to. That's just the way it is. Go to visit Mississippi.org because they make plenty of cool things to do right here. Just a short drive away. Uh, check it out. All the cool culture and history is right here. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. You're in a Mississippi Minute. Stand by. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar in a Mississippi Minute. Thanks for tuning in on Super Talk 
Go to visit Mississippi.org right now as we go through these trying times uh, to find something to do. Uh, follow, you know, guidelines right now. Stay safe, stay healthy. Uh, you guys keep me in your prayers. I'll keep you in mine, and uh, we'll meet in the middle. It's going to be all good. Uh, you're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studios with my beautiful pal Kevin Matthews. Uh, just history. The history books have been written, rewritten and rewritten when it comes to the radio world. Uh, and we're talking about that. Okay, so we're talking Broken Mary. you got to go to check his book out. Uh, Kevin, one more time how people can get the book. You can order the book if you'd like. You can get it anywhere book. Uh, you can get it uh, at uh, Amazon.com. You can get Broken Mary, A Journey of Hope Through uh, Dynamic Catholic. It's Kindle. Uh, anywhere where books are sold, you can get it. Right, Dynamic Catholic uh, and, lets you know. I mean, it's just, obviously there's uh, been great, great books written, but they put out great material, great books, always. always yeah, 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 best. Matthew yeah. Kelly is. Yeah, I yeah, know Matthew, he's just, yeah. He's wonderful. Yeah. He is incredible. And, okay. and, yeah. uh, so tell me what we were talking about before we went into the break. You said you wanted, okay. you wanted to. Well, all of a sudden, I, I get the broken statue of Broken Mary, she's blessed. Mm-hmm. Miracles literally start happening at... Uh, I, I mean, at a children's hospital, at DeVos Children's Hospital, where people, crowds, uh, begin to gather, the Rosary app is, is, is made and it's being downloaded all over the world. And eventually there were so many stories. The priest, Father Mark, who blessed her, said, you know, you should write a book about all of this because it's, it's amazing. He goes, I know a Franciscan nun whose name is Sister Lucia. She's a writing pe- professor at Grand Valley University. I'll arrange lunch. Okay, so I'm having lunch. Now, I'm like uh, like Huck Finn, Steve. I don't want to write a book. Here, a writing professor, I told her a little bit about it. I said, you can write this book. She looks at me. She goes, I'm not going to write the book. you know. And she went back to her mother superior, and she didn't want a thing to do with me because I had worked with Howard Stern. So she thinks I'm like Lucifer's spawn. And the mother superior, Colleen Ann, mother Colleen Ann said, you really got to think about this. So she decided, okay, I'll help. And she and I started to the book. She would ask me a question. I would write it down. Right. Uh, like she asked me, tell me about your college radio station. I wrote, I mean, I just unloaded. I mean, I'm like a confession. I'm not holding anything back. Right. You did. And she just wrote back. <laughs> oh, she goes, Oh my. So anyway, Steve, it, it, it took, it took a year and a half, almost two years to write this book. And during that time, I did have a devotion to the rosary. I didn't know how to say the rosary, but Mary, she's going to show you how to say the rosary. And I did. I learned, I recorded the rosary app. And I also, Steve, had this desire, for some reason, uh, to learn everything I could about Fatima, the miracle, the apparitions of Fatima in Portugal. And so I decided, finally, the book comes out. And the money that I made from the book, Steve, I haven't made any money from this book except for, uh, you know, the... uh, the, the fee that I got up front, but I took Sister Lucia, who helped me produce this book, Father Mark and I, the three of us, went to Fatima, hmm. Portugal, on the 100th anniversary of the Fatima apparitions. And and so much has happened, Steve. As a matter of fact, today, uh, people that contact me that have, you know, they've devoted themselves to the rosary through Broken Mary Mary, the lives are changing. Steve, I've talked to convicts that are serving life in prison to, you know, 
kids, convicts, everybody. You read the book. I mean, it's yeah. just it's yeah. not a story about me. It's just, it's Mary. Well, here's here's it's the Mary. here's the to me the part that that really gets me and hits home. Okay, and that that something I hadn't yeah. paid attention to until I read the book. Okay, the fact is that if Mary can be broken. Then what about us? Oh yeah, I mean, it, it puts us. It, it puts a little relativity, almost like you're. Ne- we're never going to be on the playing field. We know that. Okay, so uh, you know, yeah. I've been my mom. You know, I, when I go into my house at my mom and dad's, if you ever enter their room, you see this big, beautiful uh, picture of Mary, and then you see. Uh, yeah. You know, Jesus, but Mary, man, my, my, my folks, and you got a little kneeler right there and all that. I can't tell you the times that I've stopped. Uh, and, and I got to tell you, I've believed in the power of the rosary for a lot of years. So, um, you know, when just you telling me that and all that, I, of course, I was I was taken by that. And it, it drew me even closer to you. And I didn't think I could get any closer to you because you, you and I have been such good yeah. friends. And, uh, oh, yeah. But yeah. anyway, okay, so I want to talk about the, like, the, the line that jumped out in the book the most to me. So I'll say my morning prayers. I'll say a rosary. I do every morning, okay? And, and so, and I don't feel complete until I do that. So when, once I do, I feel like I can take on anything. And then um, uh, the line to me, well, I always go, let go and let God, right? I've been told by my buddy Andrew, one of my best friends, just say that and mean it. And so, but now when reading uh, at Try to Outgive God, was the line that jumped out in the book. It was like it was standing off the page. You know what I mean? It like stood up at attention, jumped off and slapped me in the face. Out give God. Now, tell me about the relationship that you developed with, so your grandfather, you called him, the the Indian Yeah, yeah, I did. Again, yeah, there's no such thing as a coincidence. I, you know, there was a time when I, you know, I got real disillusioned with church. This is, while I'm in Chicago, this is 20 years before you know, I found the statue and everything, and I just got out. I said, you know, I'm done, and I wanted to go hunt and fish, and that's when I, you know, I just did that, and I ended up meeting people like Iroquois elders, Lakota uh, elders, and that's who I was hanging with, and that's, they taught me how to pray. Well, and one was uh, an Iroquois elder, mm-hmm. a beautiful human being. His name was Santa, S-A-N-A, Claus. Yeah, Santa Claus. Try to page him at O'Hare. Yeah. You know, they're looking at you like, oh, you idiot. But he was so tender. He had he was broke. He had nothing. And I, I literally said, I said, Santa, why are you happy all the time, man? You don't have anything. And he goes, brother, I've got everything. He goes, when I wake up in the morning, I try to outgive God. Yeah. And he wow. goes, Kevin, try to do that. When you wake up in the morning, think of what you've got around you and outgive God. Try to outgive God. Please him today. Mm-hmm. Quit thinking of yourself. I'll give him something. And I'll never forget that. And that's humbling. Yeah. And I'll tell you, my relationship to God, I always thought that God, when I was little, you know, I see lightning bolts or he's going to hate me and I'm going to go to hell. And I found the direct opposite. Yes, there is a hell, I do believe. But at the same time, it's the 180. It's, it is a massive tsunami of love and forgiveness. And that's what I love most is, right. yes, I have a devotion to Mary. And, you know, there's a lot of churches that say you shouldn't devote yourself to Mary. You know, if 
God's going to punish me because I love his mother. That's just not yeah, going to no, happen. No, no, come on. That's to me is just you know, think about and, what you and just I, said. I, I absolutely, I adore Mary. I, I adore Mary. Mm-hmm. But Steve, it's not about me. It's not my book. It's Mary. You know, all I do is Mary and I are kind of like a little team now. People read the book or people hear about Broken Mary. They kind of hear about the rosary. And I just, I send them to Mary and Mary does the rest. I send them to Mary. Mary sends them to Christ. Christ sends them to God. So we're this little assembly line. <laughs> and, I, you know, and I've been honored. I got, you know, I haven't been on the road. I love my story. I love to bring the statue. I want to come so bad to Mississippi. And, well, you're coming. And I your promise. Church. That's and, happening. Yeah. And, and just I want people to see Broken Mary in the book itself. What I love about the book, it's Broken Mary, A Journey of Hope. Right. We're all broken. Look at this world right now. If you can, if you think you can do it without God, good luck. You know, go for it. Yeah. But yeah. We, the, the, we're all broken. This world's broken, but God's not. And um, I, I look and I shake my head. But Steve, I'm not getting, I'm not giving up anymore because I don't have to. There's eternity awaits, and it's real. Well, you, well <laughs> and yeah. And real. listen, and your journey to me has been yeah. sort of. Um, so your your journey as a kid, to me, sort of set the yep. path of the rest of your life. So I'm going to have to, yeah. I'm, my imagination is thick. Um, I'm, I've, I've got to survive a lot. I'm going to be told a lot of things I don't want to be told. I'm going to get the worst news of my life that turns into MS. And then all of a sudden, that's like you yeah. won the lottery all, all of a sudden compared to what you thought you had. Right. And the, the visit in the cemetery yeah. I want to touch on that that one, you know, when when one other guy was in there, yeah, I want to yeah, talk yeah. about that because that to me was a pivotal moment in your life. Oh, uh, yeah. It was definitely Good miraculous. Time. We were Kevin Matthews. Go to visit Mississippi dot org, which is what he's going to do uh, when he comes to see me, because he's going to understand. I know he understands the, his his understanding of music is deeper than mine. Uh, but my understanding of Mississippi is oh it's so deep and it's rooted go to visit mississippi.org mm-hmm. to find out all the cool things you can do right here in the keep mississippi beautiful studio kevin you get to play dj in this segment uh mississippi the birthplace of american music would you like to hear muddy waters or albert king yeah, honestly two days last two days i've listened to both I'm going to go with Muddy because I've been listening to some really early 1952, 1953 mm-hmm. recordings of Muddy. So I'm going to go Muddy for the win. I like it. With Kevin Matthews, you're in a Mississippi Minute. We'll be right back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Woo! Yeah. Yeah. Now, when I was a young boy... At the age of five, my mother's child gonna be the greatest man alive. But now I'm a man, way past 21. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. Please go to visit Mississippi.org and Steve Azar. Check out all the awesome things you can do right here with face masks, clean hands, six feet apart. And one day we'll be able to hug and hug like we used to, as Mississippians do. Here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, I'm with author, uh, to me, uh, just unbelievable man, friend, Kevin Matthews. 
uh, when you look at radio and you think of personalities, you can start with Howard Stern. You can start wherever you want. The bottom line is uh, Kevin Matthews is in that elite list of people that did it his way, uh, that uh, had fans show up from all over the place, all over the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, in Chicago, being in a big market, obviously that afforded you that opportunity growing up in the Midwest, but you just don't wind up in the top two markets, three or four in the country. Uh, and owning the airways unless you are gifted, and you are. All right, Kevin, the book is called Broken Mary, A Journey of Hope by Kevin Matthews. It's put out by uh, dynamiccatholic.com. And if you're Catholic, if you're Baptist, if you're Methodist, if you're Jewish, if you're Buddhist, if you, I don't care what you are, you got to read this book because the bottom line, it, it represents goodness. Uh, and we all have our beliefs and uh I don't know, man. There's something about this book that, to me, uh, transcends us all. So, all right, Kevin. There was a first of all, so our listeners can understand what I meant by MS, like you won the lottery. I would never take that lightly. Mm-hmm. But compared to the news you got in the beginning, which was, yeah. which was, you, I'll see you later, and you know, you're done. Game set match, right? Go get your life in order. Yeah, it's over. Right, right, and right, then you get right. diagnosed with MS. Yeah. I want to know sort of that transition, and then take me to the cemetery scene, uh, which to me, I will, was was a very intricate part of of everything. It was like sort of a centerpiece to me of your life. You're right. Moment. What had happened was the the I, I was diagnosed with MS in 2008. I didn't find the statue of Broken Mary until 2011. So my doctor, when they first, before MS, they thought, you know, they said it was MS. They actually thought it was a brain tumor. Where it was located, they couldn't operate. I was going to die. So they said, you basically got to go home and get your life in order because there's nothing we can do. And then my neurologist found out it's a rare form of MS. So, okay, now I've got MS. Uh, One day I had to go out in just west Chicago, I had to see an attorney, and um, I uh, it was St. Patty's Day, and I couldn't take the Stevenson because of the St. Patrick's Day parade. I had to take the Eisenhower. As soon as I got on the Eisenhower, I heard this voice that said, "Go to the cemetery," and I knew exactly which cemetery. It's uh, Lady Queen of uh, Heaven Cemetery on Wolf Road. I had been there with my wife years ago because the Tribune, Chicago Tribune put an article that Mary, there were apparitions of Mary at this cemetery. And so we took the kids out. I mean, hundreds did. So I did, we took the kids out. And then here I'm on the expressway and I heard that voice, go to the cemetery. And I know which one. I'm getting close to the exit of Wolf Road and I hear the voice again, go to the cemetery. So here comes Wolf. I take it. I see the cemetery. I go in. The cemetery is huge. This is where Al Capone's buried. I mean, it is mammoth. And all of a sudden, I just, like, I know where I'm driving, which I don't, and I'm driving, 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 and here is this giant crucifix of Christ. And it's uh, it's right in the middle of the cemetery. There's nobody there. There was a guy in a car just looking at it, and I'm looking at it, and I, for some reason, I just wanted to go and walk to that crucifix, that giant crucifix of Christ, but I was... Do I get out, and am I going to embarrass myself in front of this guy? Finally, I just got out of the car, and I walked to the cross, and I put my hand up on his feet, because his feet were above my head. That's how big this cross is. And I put my hand up on his feet, and Steve, with all my heart, I just broke down again. I said, Jesus, I am so afraid. And I was, Steve. I, I, what is, I, I have no idea what's going on. 
with my life. I'm afraid. Am I going to die? What? I'm afraid. And I said that, Jesus, I am so afraid. Help me. Steve, it was a beautiful, sunny morning. There's not a cloud in the sky. All of a sudden, water starts coming onto my hand and just coming down my arm, which I couldn't move because of the MS. Mm -hmm. And then suddenly I could move my hand. I mean, to this day, my hand is so strong. And even the doctors go, well, I don't know what happened. Steve, it all starts there at that cross. And then I would eventually find this statue. And then I would have a yearning for to learn the rosary. And the rosary is a gift from Mary herself. It's not man-made. Mary gave it to humanity in the 12th century to Dominic, who became a saint. So, I, you know, I guess the nucleus of broken Mary is the rosary. I know for a fact that Mary wants me to promote her rosary, because if I promote her rosary, I promote her son. And, and, and that's what my life is right now, and I have no problem with that. I will do anything I can for Mary and her immaculate heart. I love, Steve, have, had I not got an MS, I would have, this would have never happened. So yes, MS is a, a burden. It hurts. But you know what? I'll take that suffering for the conversion of sinners for Mary's immaculate heart. Because you said something. She witnessed her son's crucifixion, and it was brutal. He was murdered, and it was brutal. And so that is my commitment now in life is, you know, just when—and I'll tell you what, Steve— you know, when I when I think it's all over and she's done with me, you know, or I've sinned or, you know, oh, gosh, I made a mistake. Here she is gently coming back and yeah. she'll introduce me to somebody who read the book. You know, there was a there was this woman out of nowhere calls me up. Her son had just committed suicide, but she read the book and I invited her to come to church and to come to Broken Mary and would say a rosary. And so now she, this woman, we're doing things with the rosary to help ease the sorrow and crushing effect of suicide in the family. And Mary has eased this woman's pain, this guilt, and, and she works with me now. You know, we're, we're working with other parents or other siblings, and it's amazing how Mary's gentle grace soothes such suicide. I, it's, I, I can't describe it. Right, I, right, I have right. to let Mary help me. Mary, I, I can't do this. You ne I need you, Mary, here. And she does. That's what I love. But Mary is the mother of us all. She is the mother. She's the queen of heaven and earth. It's, a, it's her, not me. Right. It's her book. So your, your relationship with Father Mark is, is long. But as you come back home it sounds like to grand rapids and you make that move like i came back home i understand what you did and uh and both very pivotal important moves for both of us in our lives and our families so uh you know our plan is not the plan the plan that you and i had no <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't even close but, no. but it was pretty close but you know what i'm saying but the bottom line is the good stuff is right. now oh, the, no. the good stuff is coming back it's a beautiful thing yep. i feel so much more relevant now the records I make, the music yeah. I make, great, 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 all that. But but being able to be involved in the community that matters so much to me in this state, and you know, being the music and culture ambassador, it goes dead. That's deep for me, man. That's 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 the Grammys and the and the CMA awards and yeah. the Academy Awards and the whatever. That's all fine and dandy, 
but you know to me my trophy is being here i mean that's it that's it and people know yep. and they they know that yep. so you come back home to grand rapids you had a lot of odd history growing up as a little kid and all the fear and you know walking to school and yeah. and having your fake but your pretend friends it became yeah. you know you were this you were like jim henson and the muppets creating ernie and bert along the way yeah you know what I'm right saying? i did i yeah <laughs> yeah that's what was my radio show steve and i my career began i went to college i got married in grand rapids my career in radio began in grand rapids you know you especially i mean you were massive in nashville and it takes Guts, it takes faith to go and leave Nashville and come to Mississippi or go from Chicago back to Grand Rapids. But, you know, even Mary, you know, she she left Jerusalem and she ends up back in Turkey. You know what I'm saying? It's it's yeah. amazing how we end up where we're at. It's uh, it's yeah. it's no coincidence. There's no coincidence. Well, there's a heck of a journey we we've all been on. Now, Father yeah. Mark, you and Father Mark's relationship obviously has grown. Yeah, uh, leaps and bounds, right? Oh, he's he's like a big brother to me. He drives me crazy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've gotten so close. You know, I love him to death. You know, and and you know, he got COVID. In March, you know, he almost died. And, uh, you know, what I love about Father Mark is, you know, we've raised so much money cooking together and we do stuff together. And, you know, he almost died, but he saw day one of Broken Mary, the statue, the blessing of it. He saw, he went to Fatima with me. He has seen people with cancer. He's seen people, you know, who suffer, uh, you know, suicide to convicts. He has seen the most broken come to this statue, which is coming to Mary. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I he knows. He's watched my life. Mary has changed my life. I've got miracle after miracle after miracle after miracle to prove it. Wow. Wow. We're with Kevin Matthews. We're going to wind this Mississippi Minute down via Grand Rapids, yeah. Michigan in just a second. Go to visit Mississippi.org. You're in the Keep Mississippi yeah. Beautiful Studio. We'll be right back. Broken Mary is the name of the book. Please Google it right now. Check it out. We'll be right back. For 75 years, Guarantee Bank has been committed to meeting the financial needs of their customers and communities. Even during this challenging time, that commitment remains the same. They're always there to serve your everyday banking needs, answer your questions, offer support, and get through this together. Guarantee Bank, member FDIC. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. It was at the end of Indianola. I didn't need a movie. I didn't need Cliff Notes. I read the book Broken Mary and was just floored so much. There's nothing better than knowing the author of the book Kevin Matthews and the Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio go to visit Mississippi.org everybody uh, trying times troubled times uh, but uh, as my song Coldwater says we will we'll get through it we're gonna we shall b- just shout we shall believe 
that it's going to get better. Uh, Kevin, the book was just so dang inspiring that I, I kept having to text you. Broken Mary, when you take Broken Mary, first of all, describe Broken Mary. Weight, uh, especially having okay. MS and having Jeez. to move her. Yeah, that was uh, that was something. She is. It's an older statue. She was, you know, laid next to a dumpster, broken in half, and she's in one piece now. She is missing her hands, but she is about almost four foot tall. She probably weighs seventy two pounds, and I travel with her. And um, what I love to do is I love to come and and tell the story of Broken Mary, but then when I'm done, people can come up to the statue. That's what I love to do most. I love to bring people to her, you know, and she just attracts so many beautiful people. And you don't have to be Catholic. That's what I love. You don't yeah, have of to be not. Catholic to love the rosary or to her or whatever. And someday, Steve, I would love to get down to Mississippi. And all I can think about, you had mentioned it, about the gospel music, and it's so rich in music. Mm -hmm. And we could celebrate mothers and, 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 and women and moms and yeah. with, with Mary, maybe Absolutely. in October sometime, or Absolutely. the month of May is Mary. The first time I ever talked about Broken Mary in public, I was asked by Father Mark after his homilies to get up and talk about Broken Mary. And the first time, Steve, I, I'm about ready to go on, and I all of a sudden said, oh, man, I'm talking about Mary, the mother of Jesus. And you talk about weight on your shoulders. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I, I don't take this lightly, or I didn't make this up. You know, it's like, hey, man, I love her. You know, I, I got I got his back, I guess. You know, she's, I'll die for her. She's a, she's right. a. I, I love Mary to death. Okay, I got to ask you something. So you talk about in the book. Yeah. You go, and, and so this is where, okay, if you don't become Kevin Matthews that, you know, that, that has the, all the fame, and you've been, yeah. that name and, and the this this person that you became to so many packing out all these thousands of people was able yeah. because of the life you were living. I'm just going to say this. Um, yeah. you were able to generate a lot of money for charity yeah. and I know it was wild, yeah. right? I know it was a while. And you had your 85 oh, bears yeah. and you had the bulls, Michael. And right. I mean, you had yeah. a lot going yeah. on. You had a lot, you had a lot to celebrate in that town. You guys were tearing it up. There were personalities everywhere and characters everywhere. Um, I mean, you've come to grips with the fact that you had to go through that uh, in any, I mean, like you, you, you seem to carry a little bit of guilt because you're going like, am I worthy? But you are worthy because we're all sinners. Well, yeah. you know, well it's so funny because Father Mark would say, you know, you used to hang out with strippers. Now you hang out with nuns. Yeah. And Steve, our golf outings, we got kicked out of 10 golf courses in 10 years. Gosh. They were wild. Yeah, it was the culture then. It was Michael Jordan. It was dominating the NBA. It was the 85 Bears. McMahon, Kevin Butler, Mike yeah. Ditka, you know, Bill Murray, Chris Farley, Mort Downey Jr., Oprah. It was Chicago. It, we did anything we wanted to do. We owned it all. Everybody did. Yeah. And I'm lucky I'm to be alive to tell you the truth. Well, the thing is, the truth is, you said it, we're all broken. And Broken Mary yep. is the best example that i've seen um that i, I i'm trying to explain the phenomenon of this 
because that's what it is. And your journey of hope is even more than that. But I think that you had to have a broken past to ever be able to accept the fact. Oh, you have to. Yeah. There's, there's no question. There's no question. And I wouldn't change it at all. No. Like I said, you know, I, I, I couldn't, if I didn't get MS, I wouldn't have had this happen. Or if I didn't go back to Grand Rapids, you know, it's our story. It's our life story. Steve, everybody's got a story. You do everybody listening. And all you got to do is read your book backwards. The day we are born is page number one. And here we are, how many years later, and here we are on this day. I'm in Mississippi talking to you, Steve. This is just another page in the chapter of life. Wow. I love it. Well, that's a good way we can wrap this up because I promise you, you are coming here. And you're going to bring Broken Mary. Oh, please, Steve. Yeah. I, I am, but you know, I, I would love to do music and gospel with you. And, oh, we're going to do it. It'll be a beautiful night. And, and Steve, you know, kudos to you, because literally, Steve, I watched you make that transition from Nashville and where you're at, and you're so happy with the culture that you're, 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 you're hanging on. You're, you're, you are, you know, the, the music, the culture in Mississippi is so rich and needs to be saved, and you are surrounded by people that love it and that are saving it. I love it. I love it. Appreciate that. And Mississippi has one thing in common. They love God. Yeah. Yeah. You. Oh, you You yep. got that 100% correct. Kevin Matthews, you've been the Keep Mississippi okay. Beautiful studio, pal. Go to visitmississippi.org. All my listeners are going to go to visitmississippi.org, and they're also going to go buy Broken Mary right now. Buy his book, Kevin Matthews, A Journey of Hope. Check it out. You can check it out at dynamiccatholic.com, or you can just Google Broken Mary by Kevin Matthews. Tell him I sent you because you won't regret it. Blessings, Kevin. Thanks for spending a Mississippi Minute with me. God bless you, buddy. All right, later on. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.